0: Hi, it's
1: Farah. This is Alex. And welcome back. So today's episode, we will interview our own host, which is Alex.
0: It's me indeed. Yeah, it feels weird to be the interviewee and not the interviewer. On the
1: other side of the table, is it?
0: Yeah, it's scary.
1: <laughs> <laughs> also scary now. I think it's just the psychology in the mind. Yeah. Because we do this quite a lot already, like recording episodes. True. It's just... Being a different position. Yeah,
0: a different point of view. Different
1: point of view, yeah. Uh, You'll be next,
0: be careful. <laughs> I know. This
1: is what all our guests have been feeling, how they feel like.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. We can report about it afterwards.
1: <laughs> I know, we have proof.
0: Okay. So I'll let you be the...
1: Question asker. Well,
0: no, more like the um, steerer, the, the captain of this episode.
1: Ooh. Interesting I know, yeah.
0: it's the first time Alright,
1: so do you want to reintroduce yourself to the guest? Just, yeah, sure So talk memory, who you I'm, are, what you do Yeah, i And then be a podcaster
0: Yeah, obviously So, I'm Alex, I am currently doing a Masters by Research in Biomedical Sciences at the University of Edinburgh <gasps> Yeah, and uh, it's great, honestly And... Um, <laughs> The laughing thing, it does not mean anything behind it. It's just we're just giggling as our usual. And the, yeah, so my project currently, I'm looking to see if I can use nanoparticles to create a signal on an electrode. So basically like to, on the surface electrode we have... Okay, this has gone too deep, too quickly. I'm going to go back to it, but I'll describe the the project in better details afterwards.
1: Have you been enjoying
0: yourself? Yeah, very much so. It's great.
1: Um, <laughs>
0: learned so many new skills.
1: Uh, which is really important. That's the I'm doing a research master's to learn new skill, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, if you learn something new, like me, and then don't remember it, then mm. I don't know. Did I learn it? If I don't remember what I learned?
0: Or maybe you're just confused.
1: Probably. <laughs> I suppose also time. Yeah. Right, so before we move on to your. Project in detail. Let's talk about the latest issue that's been happening here in the UK, specifically.
0: Well, Brexit happened this weekend. Uh, yeah, at Friday at eleven PM.
1: So what were you doing at the time? Because some people. I was were sleeping. Celebrating.
0: I, honestly, I was in bed sleeping. <laughs> I'm just too tired for Brexit. <laughs> I ain't got time for that. It's
1: my master's <laughs> project. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, especially as there's less than a month left now before we have to hand it in.
1: is not in two weeks' time because I look at today. It's the 27th. 27th, yeah, I went to the calendar. And Please
0: tried don't to... tell me it's in two weeks' time. No, three Yeah, I'm not ready. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, I'm not ready
1: yet. I'm just starting to analyse data. No, not yet. I'm just thinking how to analyse
0: it. Wait, so you haven't even looked at your data yet? I look at it and I'm thinking
1: how to approach it because it's just many, many words and numbers everywhere.
0: Yeah, that's good data.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well not I not how I expected it to be. I expect it to be a lot better hmm. than that. Like more tidy, but turns out not. So yeah, and I forgot to meet East because this episode's about you. So do you want to tell more in details about your projects, like the lateral and the diagnosis methods?
0: Yeah, sure. So um I am part of uh Bachman group and nearly everyone in the group uses these specific types of electrodes for creating different points of care tests. So Mm -hmm. like the kind of test you'd find in a hospital, or like the, you know, glucose prick test to detect how much blood glucose you have for diabetic people. Mm -hmm. Like you just prick your finger, put a drop of blood on the electrode surface, and it tells you how much sugar you've got. Well, the theory behind the test is quite similar. We attach bits of DNA onto an electrode surface through different reactions that we make by mixing together clear fluids, (laughs) which is great if you do it the first time and you're not quite sure if you added everything together. You just have to trust yourself. But after the first few attempts, you get the knack of it and it just becomes habit it, it's great it's scary the first few times because like mm, did I add this did I add that I yeah, don't
1: but know <laughs> yeah exactly it's just
0: it's just transparent <laughs> <laughs>
1: well I mean science is not that dull
0: but I'm not saying it's dull I'm just saying it's it was something that I had to get over at the start yeah I mean like the transparent
1: thing you don't yeah. get like in a TV show like there's always a scientist and it's always explosion and colourful liquids yep but I'm mixing no. colors
0: and colors and bubbles and not bubbles and it is just like clear fruits together, yeah. but no, it, it's fine. It's it's good. It's just that at the start when you do it, you're like, hmm, did I forget this or did I forget that? May have made a mistake. I don't
1: know yet. Let's see the results. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then
0: like, oh, yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, my like day work. And I'm like, woo, I yes. didn't, I didn't pull the sample down the sink. Yay. <laughs>
1: So how is your project, like, the implications
0: of it in healthcare if it's were to be used? Well, just, I, I just realised I didn't actually finish describing the project. Oh, no, it's fine, it's fine. So, like, um, on the other side of the electrode, uh, to which we bound a bit of um, synthetic DNA, uh, we have uh, a nanoparticle, which is really, 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 really small sphere.
1: Can't we see it?
0: Well, no, that's the yeah. point. It's a nanoparticle. We can see it in like if you've got several millions of thousands of stuff like that in a liquid, you can kind of see them. Like I've got two types. I've got one which is magnetic. It's made of iron oxide. It's like Fe three O four something like that. I can't remember the precise formula. And the other one is a gold nanoparticle.
1: Oh, yes. Gold.
0: And before you say it, no, I cannot extract a gold and sell it.
1: Uh, <laughs> what's the back to?
0: Even if I could, it would be such a infinitesimal small amount, that it wouldn't even be worth it. I'd probably spend more money extracting
1: it than I would <laughs> selling it. <laughs> um, that's not a good business then? No. You no, know, a good business venture. So why are you using this electronic or no magnetic particle? Well, the particle.
0: theory is that if we bind a bit of DNA, which is complementary to the synthetic one we've attached to the electrode surface, the nanoparticle would then be attached to the electrode once the two bits of DNA are hybridised.
1: Meaning
0: what's hybridised? Like, so you get one strand of DNA that attaches itself to the complementary side of the other strand of DNA.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So it's a bit like, um, you know, like a zip on a jacket. Oh, and you zip
1: it. Mm-hmm. So it's like zipping the DNA together. Yeah.
0: Except we don't have the enzyme that zips it actively together. We just wait for it to happen randomly. Okay, it's all
1: randomly.
0: Yeah, so that, that's why um, I've got the magnetic nanoparticles, because we want to see if we introduce something that isn't random, such as magnetism.
1: All right, okay, I thought about that. So if we
0: can use a magnet to attract the nanoparticles to the electrode surface, then the chances of it hybridising randomly is higher because they're all in the same zone, you could say, whereas Mm -hmm. if it's just all in the fluid and it's just roaming around minding its own business, the chances of it finding uh, the other side of, you know, the partner to, the the Jekyll to its hide kind of partnership (laughs) is quite low. Alright, okay,
1: never knew that, that, you know, magnetism could affect the binding of the
0: But it doesn't affect the binding of the DNA as such. It just makes sure that everything is in proximity and
1: not being confused.
0: So it's like um, Tinder for right. the two different sides of the DNA. You oh. can get or get you physically close to the other person because you arranged to go on a date and whatnot. But it doesn't mean that it's going to hybridise.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. You get me? Yeah. Yeah. So like, you just bump into someone, doesn't mean you become friends, kind of thing.
1: That's true. It needs to be compliment.
0: Hmm. Complimentary, yeah.
1: Good chemistry?
0: Yeah, exactly. Chemistry. <laughs> chemistry?
1: I <laughs> oh, never thought. Well, I mean, I need a lot of chemistry and biology, but mm. not in that way. Mm. So, yeah, back to my previous question, I'll interrupt you. Yes, yes. The so, implication in
0: healthcare. Well, the theory is if we manage to. If this works, then we could implement magnetism into a point-of-care test that is currently being developed in the other researchers mm-hmm. by the, in the Bachmann lab. Is it just only the magnetism? How about the
1: one with the
0: gold? The gold is there for positive control because um, gold exhibits no magnetic moment, oh, that's which an means answer. it's non-magnetic. All right, that's
1: good. is gold a metal? No,
0: it's not
1: a magnet. It is. But it I thought metal will have...
0: Yeah, but not all metals you know, are magnetic. I
1: never knew that. Wow. So, yeah, I came across um, for my project for vaccine. People use gold as a control as well. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that's a shame control. Just I
0: gold, like a, a block of gold yeah, right, for yeah, a no, patient. No, gold
1: <laughs> nanoparticles. I us oh. it for a pre-clinical, tri- pre-clinical trial and I didn't, didn't realise that nanoparticles is very 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 small and I was thinking why are they injecting this precious gold in mice
0: hmm. I mean I wouldn't be able to tell you without reading the paper so <laughs> <laughs> there probably is a reason
1: yeah there probably is a reason maybe same as yours like they um, use it as a control mm. so, yeah but initially I didn't understand how small the gold are I thought it was like, you know you can steal it and sell it
0: very small. Very so the small. ones we use are about 30 nanometer in diameter on average for both particles, which, uh, yeah, is small. Um, it's like so a nanometer is probably like a, a millionth of a millionth of a millimetre. <laughs> so 30 millionth of a millionth of a millimetre. Yeah,
1: that's Bizarrely
0: small. No, thousands of a thousand. Yeah, it, it's really small. It's really, really small. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, what are the
1: challenges you face so
0: far? Well, um, mainly we had to find the optimal concentration of magnetic nanoparticles because we were so we were shipped a concentration of gold nanoparticles which is incredibly low, but somehow still manages to give us a good signal. Mm on the electrode when you run a current through it which means that the DNA has bound to the surface and there's change in surface potential Right. so that's just um, electrical garbage electrical jargon kind of thing so we just we run a current through the electrode to see if we can see a change in potential right. if we do get a change it means something happened on the surface most likely that the hybridization events have occurred
1: alright so what variable like you're varying
0: the current or you're varying the concentration so we're taking if I remember this correctly we're taking 20 measurements at different currents or amplitudes and we're seeing the then we get an overall um, resistance right yeah to and that's called the impedance Mm -hmm. and the impedance is what we record in numerical data which we can then do a statistical analysis on
1: Oh, right. Okay. So, super so concentration, different currents,
0: are you also varying the concentration? We're varying the concentration. So for the gold nanoparticles, we didn't have to do that because it, it worked from the get-go. So we're like, okay, it's going to be a positive control. We don't really need to vary it. Yeah. So for those who, like this is for the scientists and you, it, the concentration is about of 61.07 picograms per milliliter of... Gold nanoparticles, which is a very, very low concentration. Mm -hmm. It's probably smaller than a grain of sand in a bucket of water kind of concentration. All right, okay, so what do you hope to
1: achieve from this project?
0: So yeah, going back to um, the varying concentrations, uh, the iron oxide nanoparticles the magnetic ones in comparison came shipped in uh, con- like concentration of 5 grams per milliliter so we had to do uh, like Dil- dilutions yeah, yeah. Um, love them oh I do not
1: love
0: that bit. no <laughs> <laughs> it's something you have to do in every research at some point there's going to be some dilutions um, unless you do comput-
1: computational
0: research then the dilutions is your brain cells
1: <sighs> <laughs> like
0: I feel it I <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so doing those dilutions, I then created a panel of concentrations. Then I was able to create, like, a, do unfunctionalized experiments, which means I didn't buy in any DNA to either the electrode or the nanoparticle to see which ones would give me the best signal without it. Because, you know, they're made of metal, so they're still going to conduct some current through.
1: Yeah.
0: And from that, we found that an optimal concentration within the range of 375 micrograms per milliliter of iron oxide nanoparticles was the optimal concentration for it. So now we are at the step of changing the concentration of the DNA we put in the solution with nanoparticles to see if we increase the amount of DNA we put in, we get a better signal or not. All
1: right, okay. So if you do this in healthcare, so the blood sample will be the sample?
0: Yes. So like we'd have a little... Well, I mean, we can't really use this test at the moment in the point of care because we would need to bind another um, piece of DNA to the surface of the nanoparticle Mm -hmm. to act as a capture agent. Right. So then we'd get the capture agent on the nanoparticle. We put the nanoparticle then in, a, let's say, a, a blood flask, and it attaches to the different targets we've created it for mm-hmm. and then the remaining brand, the strands of DNA that have not been used for the capture agent that are used for, to bring it to the surface of the electrode and bind it hybridised, then that would make it a point of care test so you'd have two different strands of DNA on the surface, one for your target that you're looking for and one that will attach to the electrode surface. Alright, okay, so your project's all about like,
1: diagnosing liver damage? So, so specifically,
0: specifically, my project is looking at drug-induced liver injury. It's the mm-hmm. DNA sequence we're using as a capture agent for the nanoparticles on the electrode surface.
1: Okay, so like the damaged liver release some DNA and that's how you
0: detect them? So yes, yeah, so typically in drug-induced liver injury, let's say you do an overdose of paracetamol. I'm not going to say for reasons because it could be a multitude of ones. Mm-hmm, yeah. And um, in the
1: event like of overdose? Yes, in
0: the event of overdose, you, the liver would release in your bloodstream uh, small concentrations of mRNA122, which is a um, non coding microRNA. Right. But it's specific to drug induced liver injury. All right, okay. Which makes it way better than any other currently used tests, which is ALT and other liver specific markers, but non specific to the pathology. Okay, yeah. So like, if you do the ALT test, you'll see that some. It will show you that there is a problem with the liver if it's not within range, but then the problem itself is non-specific.
1: Alright, it's good, just a good general like, oh, something. Yeah. Wrong, like, so like, otherwise. it
0: could be drug-induced liver injury. Could be just plain old. Um, fatty yeah, okay. liver
1: disease.
0: Yeah, fatty liver disease. What else could it be? Um, uh the carcinoma of a liver, stuff, oh, anything. Okay. Diabetes sometimes even. All right.
1: Yeah, so this, what is your, the thing that you're developing, going to be more specific? And
0: well, I'm not developing the point of care as such. I'm just developing, like, seeing if... It the,
1: could be used. If it could be used. Uh, All right,
0: okay. So if, it, if the theory, I'm just doing a theory behind a the practice, so if in theory it works... Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I've verified that we have attached DNA to the surface of a nanoparticle yeah. through UV spectrophotometry. So I put the sample with the nanoparticles with and without the DNA, but not at the same time, but at different times. I've measured all the wavelengths between 800 nanometer to down to 200 nanometers. So we went from a tiny bit of IR. Infrared through the visible spectrum to the colors we can actually see Mm -hmm. down to uh, so 400 nanometers to 200 nanometers, which is typical UV lengths, ultraviolet. So, what do you get from this reading then?
1: So,
0: we get a change in peak. um, So, we get peaks, and the peaks show the different components of the sample. So, without the DNA, we had a peak around 200 nanometers, which is for the nanoparticles, but with the DNA the peak was slightly moved. There was a redshift which means it was moved towards the 800 nanometers. Alright, that's a
1: huge increase. Mm-hmm.
0: Which means that there was something binding to the surface and most likely was the DNA because it's the only thing that we put in the system that would bind to it. Okay, interesting. And for the scientists among our listeners the um, binding reaction was a EDC-NHS coupling reaction, and we used amino modified DNA to bind for, um, through the EDC-NHS coupling reaction. That just went
1: through my head. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it means
0: that on the surface of the DNA, of the nanoparticles that we procured they have been functionalized with carboxylic acid. Right. So, from on that carboxylic acid, we can then do the EDC-NHS reaction to add. Another few groups that then will attach to the amino modified DNA. Okay,
1: okay. Uh, So i like to understand
0: more. let's just say we changed we ordered specific DNA that had something different on its skeleton that made it easier to bind to the the group that we added for the EDC-NHS reaction. Sounds grand. Does that make sense? Yeah. Good.
1: Right, so seeing that we're like almost the end of our time for our first project. So, I know, it's scary, it's uh, oh my God. So, so close. Okay,
0: so close, <laughs> but
1: yeah, so far. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so what point are you now in your experiment, in your research? Because you have like, what, three weeks left
0: almost? Well, hopefully, lab-wise, I've probably, like, I hope I've got about a week left because I need time to write the dissertation itself. That's and I also happen to have a presentation of a project the same week. <laughs> what is that for? That is for the, so I've got the infection medicine department has presentations for the master's students that are there and I signed up for it.
1: Really? Yes. Your department is so active. I know. In doing things that is not research.
0: So back to the research, so yeah, I've got, a few experiments left to do mm-hmm. and I'm going to analyse the data thoroughly. Hopefully I'll be able to run some statistics. And, um, yeah, so far the ones I have is so close to being significant. The p-value is of 0.059. Oh,
1: my dear. I know. So, listeners, so for starts to be significant, the p-value used to be 0.05 and and below yeah and lower so Alex is very close but
0: like I can I can feel it I can feel feel it it, but I cannot touch it I can't physically touch it I'm like there but not quite it's like um, yeah let's say you're going to the supermarket you're just in front of the automatic doors but they're not quite open yet they're open but you can't go through they're open but you can't quite get through (laughs) Yeah, so more analysis left for me to do, so hopefully I've made a mistake and it is actually significant, which would be nice. And yeah, um, then just writing up. Oh, yeah, I mean. The joys of writing up a dissertation.
1: I know, today I was like almost going to start my writing up a, my method, open the paper, like, I, I made a draft of it open I it like, nope, like,
0: I mean I've already started the materials and methods section and the, lit- the literature review that we did back in December would cover some of the introduction yeah,
1: yeah I'm yeah. going to
0: use that for my introduction yeah we still need to edit it a bit because we would plagiarise our own work yeah that is true yeah. but
1: I mean there definitely some corrections I need to make yeah, yeah true I mean. so, yeah. there
0: is some on my side I need to make too yeah so what you already
1: have You've been analysing your data along the way. Yes. So you don't, have mu- you don't have much... But I've been
0: analysing the data I've been acquiring on the day, so it's like day-by-day day basis, not yeah. the whole data set, which okay. I, what I'll need to do the whole data set. I know,
1: but like you already started something. Yes, true. Like, I'm not.
0: <laughs> that is slightly worrying.
1: Well, actually, very worrying. <laughs> can see my weekends flying
0: away. Yeah, disappearing.
1: Yeah. You know, <laughs> So, uh, thank you for sharing on your overall update of your whole well, project. You're welcome. Hope you find your significant. Yeah, I will. And do
0: my best to. And enjoy
1: the write-up. This journey. Yes, yeah, the journey. The
0: journey is better than the destination.
1: That is very true. Right, listeners. Um, thank you for your attention. No,
0: oh, thank you for yeah inviting me to be the guest. Ooh. I could say.
1: Next will
0: be my turn isn't it? Oh yeah, next time it is Andy. your turn. Right.
1: Okay. Thank you
0: for listening. And um, thank you. Oh. See you well, next time.
1: Yeah, don't forget to follow us.
0: <laughs> yeah, we follow us on all our different platforms. We are trying to be quite active. <laughs> I know.
1: Yeah, we try. We do. We do try. We best. do. We do. Yeah. We do. All right. See you then. Bye. <laughs> Bye.